If you uh, catch a glimpse of my bare knees in this video, I can only apologize, but uh, the fact that the planet appears to be falling into the sun has forced me to dress slightly lighter than usual. What's up kids, how are you doing today? It is uh, apparently a thousand degrees and that is affecting my mobility, um, ability to think, form coherent sentences, not be able to stop in the middle of them, and also dress properly because in my house I'm essentially shirtless and in shorts constantly now. That's just a thing. I'm sleeping next to a fan, I don't understand why everything is burning, and uh, overall I'm just not happy. Just not happy with this heat. I want winter back. I want autumn. Bring bring on the autumn. Bring on uh, October. And uh, the wind and the rain and everything else which goes with it. Bring it to me, because my god. I was sat thinking about the weather today, because I'm British. And that's apparently all we do. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> and I got thinking about back to January, February time, when we were having a blizzard. And how great that was. I was fed up with the snow. I'm not a huge fan of snow. Like this, this is something which I don't want don't to get unbalanced right now. Is I'm a huge fan of cold. And it being cold. And the world being a reasonable temperature. What I do not enjoy is snow. Because snow is just annoying. And it's the same with anything. It's, it's two extremes. It's snow and it's extreme heat. They're, they're not ideal for getting things done, neither of them. So it's not so much wanting one or the other, it's wanting neither, and just wanting to be nice and temperate. That's, you know, we're in a temperate country, as I was told when I was uh, studying GCSE geology, geography even, not geology, I didn't study, study rocks. That, you know, we're in a temperate climate, that's what we should be in. Not this, you know, dramatic windfall between one way or another. Um, and of course, I give you an excuse for my for my underdressing, um, which brings me to the point today, uh, as you may have noticed from the title. Today, I'm going to discuss excuses because everybody has excuses. This video is going up late. My excuse for that is the weather. That's a terrible excuse, but it's not as crap as some of the excuses which I hear. One, one of the things which I have a lot of discussion about, as, as you noticed on the podcast, is people and creating work. And how people go about creating work. And the reasons they do and do not create work. And, of course, that leads to excuses. And reasons why they don't have time to make work. Or, you know, they haven't got the motivation to make work. And I, I, I take these excuses on board. But to me, they always kind of fall a little short. But I can understand them. And I can understand them from their point of view. Because they were things which I've experienced and they're things which a lot of people experience. Motivation is, is a huge problem for creatives and and the creative community and, and and accessing feedback and publishing work and all those things and they're good excuses. They're good excuses because one, they're relatable. They come from a place of, you know, popular discussion and and actual human emotion. The things which you can't really particularly control. You can have your motivation crushed. You can have it like held up by someone. And that's something which I always try to do with someone who's struggling with motivation. Is just to try and encourage them and give them a way to, to access their motivation. And those are things which are solvable in a way. Those are things where you can take steps to change them. 
and they're not they're not set in stone. They're not a brickwork print which you can go, oh well, this is a, this is the way it is, so and it will never be any different. Nobody nobody tries to say that. Because they're aware that they have drifts of motivation and non-motivation. They have they have extremes. You know, they're they're the weather. The motion is like the weather. That's uh, that's you know, that's got nineties love song written all over it. Emotion is like the weather. Emotions like the weather. It comes and goes. Terrible singing from Graham. But I have a number one excuse, which pisses me off. Of course, this is all I discuss on you know, concrete. It's just stuff which annoys me. One day I'll discuss something which I really enjoy. Um, but that is not today. Because today we're discussing my number one annoying annoying uh, excuse, which people come up with to... Uh, people use this excuse to... Essentially clarify crap behavior. They use it as a defense for everything. They use it as a defense for being a shitty person. Uh, they use it as a defense for being ignorant to anything. Um, and they, they think it's a set-in-stone marker to say, if I use this excuse, I have I have carte blanche. I have no reason to change. I have no reason to, to be questioned. You can't question me because I have this excuse. What is this excuse? Well, it's already in the title, so you already know. But the phrase I was brought up... I can't even say the phrase. First time I'm busting out on the podcast. I've been here six minutes and uh, already just, you know, stumbling over words. The important words. I was brought up is the most annoying, pointless excuse ever. I'm just throwing that out. You may completely disagree with me, but that is the most annoying excuse. It's worse than I didn't know. It's, 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 you know, that I didn't know. Well, you do now that, you know, that, that's, that's the response to, I didn't know Well, you do now. That's, I didn't know is an excuse which people trust, try to use ignorance as a as a way of, of handling things. It's this excuse which I've come across quite a lot, and it's an excuse which I imagine most of you will come off come across the point where something ro- goes wrong, or someone does something wrong, and you call them on it, and they go, "Oh well, I didn't know. I wasn't told." Okay, well, you can. Know, the, the great thing about that excuse is you can only use it once. So you're giving them a chance. You're giving them this one, this one little glancing blow of, "Oh, you didn't know. All right, that's cool. Well, you know now. We're fully informed." Don't let it happen again. And then if it happens again, they're going to have to come up with another excuse. So, and rather than just accepting that they're being terrible. That's the the, the balance on that. Um, but I, brought, I was brought up. The reason I hate this excuse so much is because, one, it's never an excuse which people use to, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? To change. Anyone who says it or says it with meaning isn't looking to change. They're using it as a stopper in conversation. They're using it as a, a point to go, I was brought up to say, well, I'm, I'm right. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm right. I'm saying this and therefore everything else is invalid because I was brought up. And the reason it annoys me so much is because I was brought up can be wrong. I'm going to, I'm going to. I'm gonna formulate an example here, okay? I'm just gonna, just gonna formulate an example. So, 
let's say there was uh, two people having a discussion of political nature in some some way. No, in fact, no, screw it. We're, we're going to go. We're going to go off 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 kilter. Okay, so let's say someone was trimming a tree. Okay, you got a tree, very nice tree. We'll 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 give it a. a, a a genus, genus of some sort, we'll say an apple tree. Okay, so you've got an apple tree, and there's you and your friend. And you think that trimming the apple tree on the stem, on the uh, the trunk, will encourage growth at the top of the tree. You're thinking, this seems like a good idea. Do a bit of research. Seems like a good idea. Trees which uh, lose the lower branches tend to grow out of the top. That, that seems to be logical, but appears to be what happens in nature. You're just going to encourage that process so you can get more apples. And your friend says, um, actually, no. What we should do is we should trim the top of the tree and let the bottom ones grow outwards and up, and then the trunk will follow. You're thinking, that's a stupid idea. And then you say, yeah, better yet. We should just cut the tree in half. You're thinking, what? You want to cut the tree in half? This makes no sense. This this lacks lacks all uh, lacks all theory. And you explain to them that cutting the tree in half will just kill the tree. And they think, hmm. No, no, no. We should cut the tree in half. And then you have a discussion, and they're they're adamant, and they have their reasons. They try to explain it to you, um, and you you kind of keep coming back with. Similar points, and it's coming back and forth. And they suddenly decide that they they need to win this argument. And they need to win it in a way which you can't answer back. So then, even if you do what you want to do, they don't seem like an idiot. And they don't seem like they were wrong. They're Essentially, they're looking to to save themselves some embarrassment by not being wrong, because being wrong makes some people feel embarrassed. Rather than be thinking being wrong allows me a learning moment, they're going to struggle. So they'll just say, well, I was brought up to believe that you always cut the tree in half. What are they saying when they're saying this? What they're saying is that when they were raised um, by whoever, that they were taught that cutting the tree in half is the correct way to do it. So they have been doing that their entire lives. And therefore, everyone else is wrong, and that they believe we should continue it because of tradition, um, or because they were taught that that is the way to do it. This is a terrible excuse, because it basically just means that they're saying that everyone else was brought up incorrectly. What they're not considering is that they were brought up incorrectly. And this is the problem with the excuse. People saying, I was brought up, never seem to consider that perhaps they were brought up wrong because every raising of a human being isn't identical or isn't completely infallible. This is an excuse which is used by racists. It's an excuse which is used by completely ignorant people. I was brought up to believe that the whites are right. Really? Consider that maybe that's not the right way? I was brought up to believe that you should hit a child if it's wrong. Really? You're going to sit there and say that? You're going to believe that sitting there and saying, oh no, beating my kid was the right way forward. That was the... This is the way forward. Why? Oh, because I was brought up. Uh, that's how I was brought up. And I turned out fine. Oh, really? Did you turn out fine? Because essentially you just think that hitting someone is the cure to everything. This is my problem with I was brought up. It is used as a blanket statement to say that you are right. When clearly 
there is a complete imbalance in everyone's I brought up. You know, it's like I was brought up to believe that the world was flat. No. Even if you're right, it's not a good excuse. Even if it's, you know, you, I was brought up to uh, treat everyone correctly. And uh, have complete equality in the world. And always support my brothers and sisters. Um, and that's how I was brought up. And it's like, great. Fantastic. You were brought up that way. Not everyone was brought up that way, but you were brought up that way. But that's not an excuse. The excuse there would be, no, it's, uh, you know, helpful and uh, betterment for society to treat everyone that way. Not that you were brought up that way. Because it's, it's this weird little thing, again, of trying to put yourself above somebody else and go, well, I, you know, I'm slightly better than you. Because I was brought up. That's the other one as well. Ooh, ooh. You know, manners. Manners are a huge thing in the UK. So many rules to manners and, and politeness to an extent where it actually hinders society. Um, you know, I'm a British person. I can't interrupt a person. That's, interrupting someone is extremely rude. And that's heavily ingrained into my brain. <laughs> and as such, you know, that that's just stops me having conversations with people. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll balance this on another way. If I was brought up Rather than dragged up, I was brought up. I really. Therefore, you're better than me because you you learn one or three rules about forks, which are completely unnecessary. You know. But why? Why are you using this? It's just all. It's all you. All anyone uses this excuse. I can't even get my words out. All anyone uses this excuse for is to feel better about themselves in comparison to someone else. That's all anyone uses this excuse for. In any argument, I was brought up. No. Please. For the love of everything. Just... Just stop. <laughs> just take a step back and consider what you are saying. The way you were brought up is not a fact. If that makes any sense. You know, it's not, it's not a set in stone. No one was brought up perfectly and everybody was raised differently everybody even if you have brothers and sisters you know you're in your family you were raised similarly but you were not raised up identically because you are different independent people therefore you all have different reactions to every situation to being chastised to being encouraged you will go down different lines, you will react differently, you will see things from a different point of view. Nobody was raised identically. You can be raised very close, but you will not be raised identically. Even identical twins will will likely tell you this. They're very similar, but there is different balances because you can't be everywhere at the same time. Even if you've both stood next to each other, you're getting slightly differing point of views of the same thing. So it's not something which can be set in stone. So why is it used as an excuse? Why is it brandished with such furor that, that someone can wear it on their chest of I was brought up to believe it's like what also you know the, the further part of this is 
it's used as a point where people will completely accept it as a thing where they're, they're saying, I'm just absolutely rambling around words here, aren't I? They're using it as a way to say, well, I, was, I, was, I did this, therefore I do not have to change. And that's the other side of it. That you're sat thinking, well, I was brought up to believe this. Therefore, everyone else's argument is invalid. I haven't been wrong. I'm not going to be wrong because I was brought up to believe this. How much ego does that take? Like, on the scale of 0 to 50, which is the ego scale, how does... How much ego does that have to take to say, I'm not going to change, because I, I spent my life being... It's it's putting a barrier between you and emotional growth, or growth in any way. You know, I was brought up to believe that the sky is green. There's 50 people telling me that the sky is a, a strange blue-gray hue. Occasionally it looks a little teal. But I was raised to believe that the sky is green. Therefore, I'm not open to suggestion or changing of my opinion. Because I have this blanket statement. I have spent 28 years of my life to believe that the sky is green. And I was raised to believe that when we look at the sky, we see a cast of green. And we should, we should embrace that fact. And that's how we should live our lives. We should be raised. I will bring up my child to believe that the sky is green. But haven't you looked up? No, I don't need to look up. Haven't you looked up to the No, I do not lead, need to look up to the sky. I'm aware that the sky is green because I was brought up to believe the sky is green. I was programmed to believe what I was programmed to believe. I believe what I was programmed to believe. As you may have noticed, it's a, um, a subject I'm quite passionate about. And it's not, it's not the only crap excuse within the world. Um, there's, there's lots and lots of crap excuses. <laughs> I find that the most crap excuses come from people trying to defend behavior which is unacceptable and they've participated in it but they they want they want to you know they want to hold on to it and they're trying to save that little bit of dignity and i can i can appreciate wanting to save a little dignity but at the same time i believe everyone should have responsibility and take responsibility for their actions you know that's all i'm looking for I'm looking for people to take on that little bit of responsibility for what they're doing. I'm looking for people to, you know, stand up and own their mistakes. That's all you've got to do. And you can save dignity in a much bigger way. If I make a mistake, if I'm doing something wrong, and someone points out to me that I'm doing something wrong, I will look at that mistake and I will apologize. And I will say, I'm sorry, you know, I've clearly messed up here. Let's change that. Let's work together to change that. Hell, don't even work together to change that. I will change that. I will figure this out and I will fix that. If I've had an opinion or a view which has changed that, I will take that aboard me and go, all right, well, we're going to we're gonna roll this perception. We're going to take something in the head and we're going to, you know, we're going to do a little bit of research and says this recently, I'm, to say I'm uploading this, this, uh, this, this podcast late, whole thing with James Gunn recently kicked off, um, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, director has made two films, fantastic films. Uh, recently got fired by Disney because of tweets he'd made 
years back when he was a younger uh, writer comedian, which he he basically said offensive things um, in an attempt to be edgy and funny. And these recently came to light. And so Disney fired him. Now, these were things which were made ages ago. And he instantly came forward and said, look, I apologize for these things. But these were things which I said when I was I was much younger. And I completely regret them. I would like to move forward and pass them. And I have not done anything like this since. That is saving himself some dignity. Didn't even, you know, didn't even beg for his job. Didn't even say, oh, I know I'm starting this thing. Other people have done that. That's a whole other thing. He's just gone. This is what happened. I'm very sad to lose this position. Let's roll on. I've made a mistake. That That's how you deal with something. You know, you do something wrong. You take it, you measure it, and you change. Violence is usually a huge kind of thing for this. The amount of times I've seen someone punch someone or attack someone and then say, oh, no, I just got, I got caught up in the moment. Mmm. All the uh, all the moment just made me lose it. Couldn't couldn't hold back. Just uh, yeah, and that's not an excuse. That's not an excuse for being violent. That's not an excuse for hitting someone, injuring someone. Own your freaking mistake, you know. Say uh, yeah, I hit them. Within the moment, I felt like that that was the right decision. Clearly, it was not the right decision. I apologize. I will take my whippings. That's that's how you do things. I'm sure there's things in this podcast and the podcast prior, which I will eventually have to apologize for. And I will. That's how you, you know, that's how you deal with something. If you don't do that, you're just going to com- completely keep making mistakes. And that's all people want. I think that's, we're at that point where that's all people want. They just want an excuse to carry on doing what they were doing. You know? The amount of times you see it for people who purport bad ideas. I say bad ideas. I mean, like, you know, racist, sexist ideas. The amount of times they sit up and say, oh, well, I apologize to those I offended. Here's a classic one. Just because you think you were being funny doesn't make what you were saying was right. It was just a joke. Mm. Mm. Oh, it was just a joke, was it? The fact that you uh, belittled a whole race, insulted a gender, that was just a joke. I thought I was being funny, therefore it doesn't offend anyone. No, that's completely incorrect. You're completely just ignoring the point because you want to continue being a shitty person. There's a lot of swearing in this podcast. (laughs) This is not, well, it's kind of unusual for yelling a concrete podcast. You know, you misunderstood. No. I understood what I needed to stood. If I misunderstood the situation from what you just said, then clearly, when you were saying it, you said something incorrectly, or you did not explain clear enough, because then I wouldn't have misunderstood. A rational person. I'm not saying, like, the people who are online who take things at face value and read the headline and then start panicking about the headline. You know, we've we've led into a world of clickbait tiles. And there are people who believe clickbait tiles. Now, a rational person doesn't. A rational person goes into the article, explores it a little bit more if they're interested enough to. They don't just sit there and go, oh, no, 
I mean, I could have called this podcast with slowly falling into the sun. Click here to find out why. And then there would have been, you know, 30 minutes of me gradually getting warmer and sweating. That's, you know, that would have been proof that we were falling into the sun. Because we're clearly just falling into the sun at this point, aren't we? <laughs> it's... It's just people giving bad excuses, and it annoys me so much. It's lack of responsibility for your actions. It's 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 trying to redeem yourself. I don't get why we've come up to a point where people can't... I mean, even not to bring, you know, such a, a, a character into the podcast, though I would love to have him on the podcast. This, I'm just going to throw this out of here for anybody listening in the US. If I could get President Trump on the podcast, I would have President Trump on the podcast. Not just because my views would go, but <laughs> because it would be an interesting conversation. There's part of me uh, recently where I've been considering podcast guests who I could kind of get on the show. And I live in Lincoln, uh, Lincolnshire, um, Lincoln, Lincoln. I have to say Lincoln, Lincolnshire, even though it's, it's evident that I'm in England. But no, I don't live in Lincoln, Nebraska. Surprisingly, I don't, with this accent, you think I'm from Lincoln, Nebraska? No. Um, so I've been considering um, different guests in there, and what, which I could get on time on get on the show. And I, I'd love to get some politicians on. I'd love to, because most of my show, or what I'd like to bring to the show, is, is just this idea that we're having conversations as people. So despite the start of the show where we kind of get into what that person does and where that person's from, that's just a bit of background for you. What I, what I like about when I, I get to chat to guests is just getting to know them as a person. We get to know those little in, ins and outs. We get those little anecdotes about life. And it's just a chat. And I'd love to get some politicians on and just have a chat with them because so much of what they do is based around sound bites and it's based around, you know, projecting an image is based around wanting to to suggest a message and and with yelling at concrete there is no message there's nothing to say we're having one agenda or another you know most of it's just based on my own personal beliefs so we're bouncing back and forth ideas and and with a political guest i i wouldn't particularly want to discuss political things unless they wanted to it would be just a discussion of things. And there's a there's a guy in our area called Carl McCartney who was the, the previous uh, Conservative MP for Lincoln. And there's a lot of attention which surrounds him. And there was a lot of attention which surrounded him leaving um, and losing the last uh, election. And how he handles himself on Twitter is a, is a point of huge controversy. Um but he's one which I would love to have on the show because he's he is a person who uses bad excuses to distance himself things in the same way that Trump uses bad excuses. You know, Trump recently said something and <laughs> for a defense, he went on the double negative front of, oh, no, I didn't mean to say that. I meant to say not, not. What? What, Trump? Uh, no, I, I, no. I, when I said that... Uh, when I said that people shouldn't have rights, I meant that people shouldn't shouldn't have rights, right? That that's what I'm saying. That that's the excuse I'm using here. No, please, for the love of God, and all things natural and scientific, please just take responsibility for your actions. That's all I'm saying. You be you'll live a much happier life if you're a person who who likes to do 
this or finds themselves doing this. It's, and it's, it's something which you may have naturally fallen into because this is something which you've encountered in day-to-day life. And so you use it as an everyday face. This I've just said, for the love of God, I'm not a religious person. I'm an atheist. Um, but it's something which kind of works itself into my vocabulary and I, I gradually try to change it. I try to use less and less of it. So this may be something which you've just done. It may be a behavioral thing which you've kind of adopted and you may not have realized you've adopted it. Now, you can change that. You just have to notice it first. You have to notice that you're distancing themselves from accidents and mistakes you made by using blanket statements. Now, what I'd prefer within life and what I'd, I'd like people to try is to, to take more responsibility, is to stand up next to your mistakes and go, this, look at this, this massive thing here, this was my mistake. This is my scar. This is my scabbing, gaping wound, which I caused. Here it is. All right. Let's move past it. And some people won't. Some people won't want to move past it. Some people will keep pointing and you go, right, every time. Yep, right. That was my mistake. But I've done things since then. I'm sorry that you can't move. You know, I'm sorry that this is the first thing you discovered about me. But since then, I've tried to change that. You know, we see even then I almost slipped into, I'm sorry that, you know, you can't move past it. That that again is just distancing yourself from your mistake. That's this just no. It's I'm sorry that this is the first thing which you found out about me. It is a mistake I've made. Let us move past it and enter the future. I'm sure there's many mistakes in my past. I'm sure there'll be many mistakes in my future. I'm 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 fairly certain I'll just you know, at some point I'll have done something which I can't remember. I've been alive twenty eight years. I was a teenager for most of those. You make a lot of mistakes when you're a teenager. Maybe that's what I should do. Maybe I should start a um, start a little comic strip about those mistakes. Really try and own those mistakes. Really try and get to a point where I'm just using them as a way to make artwork. But I think people should be more dominant in owning their own mistakes. Taking some pride in... <laughs> well, taking pride in the mistakes, but... Just taking some responsibility for their actions. It's one of my pet hates when people don't. And this phrase, I was brought up. If you use around me, it is going to be one of those situations where I will call you on it because it's not a good excuse. And it's predominantly used to defend crap behavior but let me know what you guys think perhaps you agree perhaps you don't perhaps you use this excuse and you think it's a decent excuse either way let me know i'm gonna go try and cool off in some manner if next week i'm just a puddle just i'll just put a glass of water on the desk and that'll just be me i'm not sure how i'll get to the desk here's a glass of water We'll see how that goes. And I shall talk to you guys later. Stay cool, Alan.